Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of Stop the BS. Just wanted to apologize for taking off last week. Swank was on vacation. He was over in the Poconos, right? Poconos. Poconos, Poconos. He was up in the Pocono Mountains with the family, so we took the week off. I was just chilling back in the Ville per usual. Having back in the Ville, baby. Dreamville? You know, yeah. In the Dreamville? Yeah, the Ville, you know what I'm saying. But how was your week in Pennsylvania? What'd you do? How was it? It was great. It was, it was very relaxing. Um, did a little bit of fishing, some kayaking. The lake actually had this like E. coli problem for like the first three days. So I couldn't get in the lake for the first three days, but it, then it got cold. So I didn't even want to get in the lake, bro. It was like fifties, like fifties and cloudy one day. I'm like, dude, I'm not getting in the that's, lake. That's and then, so Allison went to um, A&M and then UT put A&M in baseball. So I was like, all right, we just got to jump in the lake. And so UT got smoked and I had to jump in the lake. It actually wasn't that bad though. So, so that was fun. Uh, lots of good food. Great time. Very relaxing. That's good. Also, what's it called? 50 degrees outside? That's perfect weather. Man. Dude, it was beautiful. It was like 55, like for th- two or three days, it was like 55, 60 and sunny. Oh my God. And like, there's such a beautiful view on the lake and like, there's a bunch of trees and some wind. Oh, and there was like this chair I would sit in all day outside that just like rocks back and oh my gosh, it was so nice. <laughs> Not like an old man sitting on your rocking chair on the floor. It's like a swing. It's like a wooden swing. It's so nice. I gotcha. What's it called? It has been hell here the past few days. It's been 100 degrees. That's that's what it is here now. So, But, I mean, it cooled down a little bit today, but I don't really know how to describe it. Like, when you're in Houston, right, down by you, it was kind of like dry heat. It was nice. Not really like dry. You get what I'm saying though. It was I enjoyed it when we were there. When I remember going, it was like dry heat a little bit. Bro, it ain't dry heat, dude. We're like one of the most humid cities in the United States. But here, man, it is brutal, brutal. Dude, we get all of the heat off the Gulf of Mexico and Galveston. All that just comes right over to us. We are one of the most humid cities in the United States. I understand what you're saying though. Yeah, no, I, no. I do. The thing that pisses but... me off the most. You know when it's hot here. You've been here when it's hot. It's oh yeah, sucks. several times. But. The thing that pissed me off the most is we go through six months of winter, right? The Midwest as a whole, basically. And we're all saying summertime shy, man. It is worth it through this winter. Then we get a week of 60 degrees, 70 degrees, like 75 perfect. And then it's just fucking 100 degrees. And on the days when it's cold, it pours rain all day. It sucks. Like the rain delay. Oh my gosh, we gotta tell them about the Cubs game, dude. That was a good time. <laughs> that was a great time. Yeah, Cubs lost, but we get to the game. Well, we got to the city, so we went. When was it? Monday night, like two weeks ago. We were playing yeah, against the Padres. It was Cowboy Hat night, dude. I didn't get one. Remember? <laughs> yeah, they shut Swank down. Here's my Cowboy Hat. I love this hat to death. Now this is awesome. But um, what's it called? So we go, so we go down to the city, took the train down, went over to Wrigley on the red line, and we went to Yaxi's, which if you guys don't know what Yaxi's is, gas restaurant, gas wings. Even though I was the only one that got the wings, which pissed me off. But it's it's good though, bro. The fried pickles were excellent, and the nachos. I, I my video I did, I got a bunch of comments about the nachos. Those nachos were really good. Except, dude, complaint, though, food is so expensive in the city, dog. Dude, shit's expensive everywhere. I mean, it just is. I know. But in the city, like, dude, I paid for 10 wings. It was $17. Come on. 
Because what my dad usually does when we go is, you know, we get like a platter of like 50 wings and we all just split it. But yeah, we switched it up. But um, went to Yaxi's before, which was fun. And then we went into the game and we're sitting there. It's probably like 630, I would say. We got in. We got in the gates right at five. Game started at seven. It's like 630. And then we just hear over the loudspeakers evacuate down to the lower decks because of the tornado warning. And for probably 30, 45 minutes, we're standing under center field with this fucking siren that sounded like a bomb siren, honestly, wouldn't turn off. And we're all just standing there just chilling. I mean, there was a bar under center field, so we were drinking plenty of soda during this time. Um, And then um, we were just chilling there. But then eventually they let us in. And at first we didn't have front row seats, but because we all just sprinted straight down to the bleachers we got front row seats for the game we were chirping at some players having fun you caught a ball right i didn't catch a ball jack caught a ball and ben caught a ball no frank did right oh frank and ben or yeah. two people did i don't know jack trevor did i think i think it trevor did yeah oh trevor. yeah jack dropped trevor. one he dropped jack had plenty of opportunities and he just yeah, i know and they went to the bushes next to him but it was super fun the Dude, players were being super i got a funny video of you on the ride home that's funny video but we, yeah, we I've um, one yelling at you because you don't like yeet. But then after the game, we went back to Yaxies. How late were we at Yaxies? Oh, we were only there for like 30 minutes. So we were there till like 12. It felt 30? longer than that, honestly. 12.30? It did. It did feel long. There was nobody in there. Yeah, it was just us. And then they played Runaway. Yep. Over the speaker. That was a legendary moment. What was I going to say? Then, Oh, yeah. We were yelling at Snell, and Snell was talking to us, and I yelled, what up, Sean? Sean Manaya. He was like, what's up? And But he didn't give us a ball. He was – that was whatever, but – Yeah. And then um, we got McDonald's. I remember that. And then you went home. I went and played cards for a little bit. Dude, I had to go home. Yeah. 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 You can ask Jack about that. <laughs> but um, it was super fun. It was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Happy that we went. But, yeah. Good time, and now we're back to talking about football just like this. That whole week when you guys were here in the city was great. But we got to talk about the finals too. Oh yeah, the finals. Warriors did it. I said since the beginning, Warriors and six, man. We both said it, and then I second guessed myself. I didn't second guess it, and he sent me a text. It was the game before. You said live bet Boston. No, I was that was the finals game because I thought it was Reagan was going to go to seven, so I love bet Boston. Uh-huh. Yeah, the NBA is just odd, but Curry deserves the ring, man. Curry, undisputed, bro. Top 10. Top 10 all time. Undisputed at this point. Well, he's already the best shooter of all time. He's a top three point guard of all time. Yeah. Recency bias, yes, top 10. If you take a step back, probably more like 15, but yes. Give him a couple more years and he's solidified. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Solidified, but – Curry's a fucking goat, but let's get into Stop the BS now. Let's talk some football where you write down one of your hot takes about the NFL. It could be absolutely anything. And after that, the other two people will either say, well, the other person will either say Stop the BS agree, or agree with the take and explain why. I want to start this one off with three teams that are going to be worse than their expectations from the media. In general. Okay. Um, just throwing a few names out there. Obviously, each team has different expectations, but you can kind of assume where – the general crowd puts them. I'm going to say Washington's going to be worse than what people think they will be. Seattle. Seattle's already supposed to be bad. I think they're going to be really bad. Really bad. And the Tennessee Titans. 
The Titans, I mean, I they're still going to be good. I'm not saying that they're going to drop down to like three and fucking 14. They're going to be good. They're going to be a playoff contending team. They're not going to be a first seed in the AFC. They're not going to – I don't even I don't even know if they win their division. The fact of them winning their division is up for debate with the Colts. Well, I think it's obvious they're not going to be a first seed in the AFC. There's no way in hell yeah. the Titans are the first in the AFC. If you're, if you're talking about going to be worse than expectations, you basically have to be saying right now that the Titans will miss the playoffs. That's basically what you have to be saying. No, no, you don't have to say that. You don't have to say that. I'm talking from last year to this year's expectations. They lost A.J. Brown, and – I seriously don't understand how they were the first team in the AFC last year. That still blows my mind. But I see them maybe being a 6 7 seed in the playoffs. I think Indy wins the division. They were first in the AFC last year? Yeah, they had the bye, remember? Then they played Cincinnati, and Cincinnati got the last second field goal on them and beat them. Bro, they had the bye? Holy shit. Yeah. That's, because remember, they were going off once they had everybody healthy and then Derrick Henry got hurt. Look, if you got Derrick Henry alone, you're going to get six wins. So that's right. That's like guaranteed. He's just, if he's healthy, he plays all year, you're going to get six wins. In a 17 game season, it's going to happen. Um, so with Washington, uh, yeah, that's fine. Nobody expects anything. I mean, their division is not great, though. I mean, obviously, you got Dallas and Eagles. That's all we talk about in that division. We never talk about the Giants because they are just atrocious. So there's, no, that can I be think they're going to be on the same level as New York. Yeah. And then yeah. Terry McLaurin's going to say, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. And As he should. He should do that. Should. And I don't like should. it when players really do that, especially, you know, if they're getting a lot of money and they're just like being crybabies. Nah, Terry, get out of there, bro. You're so much better than that. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of wide receivers, I want to talk about somebody real quick. Alan Robinson. Um, one thing that's always brought up with Alan Robinson is that he's never had a good quarterback, right? Never had a, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, now he does. He's got Matt Stafford, which is going to be great for him. But when he left Jacksonville, he had a lot of choices on this plate. He had to choose where he wanted to go. And the two, in the top two options were the Bears, where he ended up, and the Green Bay Packers. He could have played with Aaron Rodgers, but he picked Mitchell Trubisky. So people saying that, that to save Allen Robinson, all the shit, he chose to go there. That's his own fault. I, I just wanted to say that real quick. But – I could see DK getting out of that situation. I could see DK getting out of the situation in Seattle. That I think Washington and Seattle are in the same situation with their wide receiver ones right now. Last year of their rookie deals, both for McLaurin and Metcalf. If I'm either of them, obviously you're not making the fucking playoffs this year. You're not going for a ring. You're not obviously. there. Trade them before the trade deadline. Like, you know, you know, when it's like a bundle of trades comes right before, do it then. Because next year, you're going to want to re-sign them. You're going to want to do something. They're not fucking coming back. They're going to say, no, thanks. We're gone. Maybe I feel like, gonna, yeah. Maybe they franchise tag and trade them. You're, I mean, you're 100%, you're 100% right. Um, I feel like we talk about this every week. Seattle comes up every week somehow, some way. And we always say, DK's got to get out of there. Loggett's got to get out of there. I love Seattle, man. I love the Seahawks. I love the city. I love the team. I mean, Russ built such a great culture, Legion of Booms. I mean, it's hard to hate the Seahawks. Yeah. Like, you can't – it's very hard to do. 
My yeah, two I mean, old favorite teams besides the Bears used to be the Seahawks and the Panthers. I mean, hell, they daggered the Packers to go to the Super Bowl in that insane ass catch and that crazy game where he, he yeah, went how up. How can and, I not hate him? I have a good story with that game too. Where he went up and he dropped it. Oh my god! Uh, on the I forgot his name. Oh, Brendan Boswell. That's his name. Brendan Bostick. Bostick. That's his name. Was that it? I thought it was Rogers. Maybe I'm tripping. No, 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 no. Not Amari Rogers. Not Amari Rogers. It's a Brendan Rogers. No, it's like Brendan Boswell or something. Katie talks about it all the time. But um, yikes, yikes, yeah. But what was worse? Probably the double doink was worse than that. Don't you think? Yeah, double doink was one hundred percent worse than that. Because here's the thing: that play happened. They still could have won after that play. But you knew they, you knew it was going to overtime. You knew they were going to go down and score because you can't have that happen. But in they another still. Time. But here's the thing: they still could have won. Double doink, yeah. game fucking over. There was five seconds left on the clock. It's game <laughs> over. You lost. That was worst. I wanted to die that day, man. That was <laughs> awful. But Washington and Seattle. I just think that those are going to be two poverty teams this year. I could see them both being – is it bad to say? Seattle, I think it's pretty easy to say. Washington, I don't know. Top five draft picks next season. I would say Seattle, definitely. Washington, I'm not totally sure. You got to go to the schedule. Wentz is capable of winning games. He's not, he's not able to lead you to something, but he's able to win a few games for you. We're just going to have to wait and see. I, I think that they're around that maybe – four to seven bubble i guess okay for washington but the titans i think they might be able to slip in at like the seven seed honestly that's what i feel with tennessee but yeah go ahead boss all right um my take so watson news came out of course each and every week something a little nugget comes out um he's handled 20 of the 24 or he has 22 of the 24 22 yeah. of the 24 he's 20 or 20 i don't know Regardless, he's handled almost all of the lawsuits or the charges or the women against them, but a few remain. I wonder, I'm just curious as to why these remain and why the others don't. Curious about that. Anyways. That's, that's a really good question. Maybe because he actually did something, you know, you know. Or maybe those that are just being more stubborn and taking more time. I don't know. I know nothing. All I do know is that Watson will be suspended. I've heard of several rumors that he will be suspended the entire season, actually. No, I've heard. Two seasons. I we don't know what to believe. All I know is that my Texans made a good trade at the right time, baby. But yeah. anyways, let me get to my point. The Browns without Deshaun Watson will not win more than seven games. Seven. I'm saying seven games. They can go seven and ten, or worse. They will not do better than that. I want to know your thoughts. Here's the big question, ready? I feel like seven is generous, if I'm being honest with you. Here's my big question, though. If Deshaun's not there, who is QB1? It's Jacoby Brissett. No, but what if Baker comes back? I think there's – oh, my God, dude. Even Baker, if he can – give them around seven to nine. I'm going to agree with you if it's Brissett starting. I mean, are we really saying that Baker's that much better than Jacoby Brissett? That's the sad thing. Well, he's here's not. The thing. He's no. really not. No. But Baker's a decent – he's he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Brissett led the Colts, you know, to a, a good season of, uh, two years ago. I mean, he led the Patriots to 4 on our record or 3-1 record when Brady was out. Granted, those are all great teams around him. But, I mean – 
He's got a good team around him. I just think with this offense, it's a run-heavy offense. So they're going to put eight in the box. They're going to put nine in the box. Huh? They have a very good offense, too. It's it's an incredible offense. So, But but they're a run-first offense, right, with Hunt and Chubb. They're what they were last year and the year before, O-line, run-first offense. You put Watson back there, they can't stack the box. You go, holy shit, well, now what am I supposed to do? Watson can run. He could chuck it 50, 60 yards. I mean, he's incredible. But now you get a pocket passer in Mayfield or somebody not nearly the same level as Watson, and then you can put eight, nine in the box, and then it just becomes a whole different game again. Really tough division. Steelers are competitive. Bengals are obviously very competitive. Ravens are obviously competitive. AFC, super tough. No Watson. I think seven wins max. I think they're going to win around seven, eight games. That's my Cleveland prediction. Deshaun Watson, Cleveland is allowed to void all the money in this contract. They they can completely void the entire contract, the NFL told them. Uh, are you sure about that? Yeah, they can't give you your picks back. You can't – I mean, they can't, like, undo the trade, but they can void the contract and they can cut them. The entire contract? I thought it was guaranteed. They can void all the guaranteed money. They can void it all. I'm dead serious. Because, yeah, but the only way they're going to do that is just if, like, what what will make them do that? Does that have to be suspended for how long? Would they then would they do that for? If it's a year, they're not going to void the contract. They'll be like, all right, take your year. I'd say two years. You think two years and they cut him completely? That's the point where he hasn't played football in three years. It's just a cluster. It's a clusterfuck over there, bro. And I'm so glad I'm out of it. I'm so glad. Yeah. Is you are lucky to be out of that situation. Even if he does come back, you are lucky to be out of that. Move on to the next chapter. Hell, three first. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Move on to the next chapter. There you go. I mean, we had to rebuild anyway, so. That's a good idea. I just – we just got to wait. If we Nobody can really predict anything like this. But the reason why I think it's going to be a massive ban, maybe even just getting banned from the NFL, which I, I personally think they should be, is – the NFL set an example with Calvin Ridley about the whole gambling thing, saying, don't fuck around, don't do this again. And everybody came after them saying, so he gets suspended for one full season for gambling, but people sexually assault women, they beat women, domestic violence, stuff like that, and they get suspended for two, three games. I think the NFL is going to use this to set a very big example. about what Yeah, it's, it's messed up. It's messed up. If you're going to send somebody for a whole year for betting on a game that he didn't even play in, you got to look at yourself and say, these things are much, much worse at the larger scale of life. They're just terrible things. How in the hell are you going to suspend a player two or three games for that and then the betting for a year? It just makes absolutely no sense. Agreed. Especially if it's a game he didn't even play in. You know? You know what the shittiest part is? He had three days left in his contract at that point. If he waited three days, there would be no issue with it whatsoever. Yeah. Well, let me finish up with this Browns. I'm looking at their schedule real quick, and I see three gimme wins off the bat. I see Texans. I see um, Jets, which is – I don't know. And then I see the Falcons. And then maybe you can say the Panthers. But they have a tough-ass schedule. I mean – you got six games in the division. We don't even got to talk about those. Non-division, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins, Bills, Buccaneers, Saints. All very hard games. 
And then yeah. you have the commanders down here. If you want to include that in the free win, go ahead. But that's only five. And you know they're going to drop one of those. You know it. Yeah. So, anyways, let's talk. Let's switch it over. I want to talk about Gronk real quick, and then we'll go to Reed Deal. Gronk supposedly retired. He was my idol growing up. I wanted to be a tight end because of him. I was a tight end because of him. War his number. Loved him so, so, so much. Um, do you think he's retired permanently? Uh, I think it depends on how Tampa Bay starts off the season. Yep. I feel like if they – good. If they're firing, the cannons are firing and they are going crazy right before, you know, trade deadline everything, they're going to give him a call, ask him if he wants to come back. I think it's the opposite. I think they call him if they're struggling a little bit. Really? Yeah. And, you know, Brady, sometimes he gets off to a slow start. Midseason Brady is untouchable. You're not going to beat him. But Brady, in those first three weeks, yeah, great, obviously. But, you know, he gets off to a a slower start, you know. I really didn't expect Gronk to retire. I really didn't expect it. He's coming back. Yeah. He's coming back. If he doesn't, happy retirement. He deserves it 100%. Best tight end of all time. Yeah. 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 I mean, Gonzalez. Tony, is, Tony's is close. Good. Tony's close, but you got to give him the best of all time. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. think Gronk is. I mean, I. I don't think he's permanently retired. I think he's going to come back. So yeah, he's going to come back just like Brady did. Give it forty-five days, and then he's going to say, "I'm coming back," just like Brady did. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be a Gronk thing to do, right there. Do it just like Brady did. Just like Brady. Yeah, that would be a Gronk thing to do. All right, you ready for real deal? Yeah. All right, well, real deal is where you come up with one question about the league's fans, players, basically anything relating to the NFL, and we'll both discuss the answer. I'm getting into this today. I really want to talk about this, see your opinion. Robert Quinn, who somehow nobody even knows this guy's name. Do you know who Robert Quinn is? Of course I do. Good. He doesn't get the respect he deserves, was second in the league in sacks last year, broke the Bears' all-time record for sacks in one season. Dog. Did not show up to mandatory minicamp in the middle of all these trade rumors going around about him. And I'm for trading him personally, but it just, the narrative keeps on going that we're going to deal him, get the fresh start going. Where does he go? Actually, I'm going to read you this list. Ready? I looked up the odds for it. I made a video on it earlier, but I looked up the odds for it for each team. Number one right now is the Dallas Cowboys. Send them back to where we got from. Number two, the Green Bay Packers. Number three, the Colts. Number four, the Dolphins. Number five, the Browns. Number six, the Chiefs. In order. And I'm going to say with my personal opinion, he's not. we would not trade him to Green Bay. That's stupid to trade inside your own division. Honestly, you can maybe even mark off the Cowboys not trading inside the NFC as a whole, getting him out of the conference. But – Besides really Green Bay and maybe Dallas, I could see all those destinations 100% happening. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's going to, I mean, if if he continues to play how he played last year, then he's going to want to go to a contender. And a contender will see that and be like, yeah, let's go. Bring it on. It's going to be, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he went to somewhere like the Buccaneers or something like that. I mean, you guys control that. I don't know. Does he have a no trade clause? <clears throat> no, no, we can deal with whatever. Um, you're right. They did get Akeem Hicks. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Some some contending team. I mean, you can't have the second leading sacker last year 
on a bad team. You, you won't go there. So, so some contender. I don't know. My personal opinion, if I was the GM of the Chicago Bears, Ryan Poles right now, what I would do, hang on to him until around the trade deadline. You're going to have a contender who's looking to win a ring this year. Some team is playing really good, right? And everybody wants to improve their defense, obviously, before the playoffs. If the Bears deal him to a contender right before the trade deadline, what do you think that they could get in return? Right before the trade deadline. Worth the first. You think? No, he's not worth the first. Okay. He's had had injuries. He's got some age on him. Not worth the first. I'd say that's a fleece if they got a first. Oh, 1 billion percent. There's no way you're getting a first. There's no way. You will not get a first for about a second and a fourth. I would say a third. Really? A third? Yeah. Think about how think about how value like low valued these trades have been, man. I mean, besides like like they're undervaluing like people are valuing the picks more than other more than they are the player. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to think of an example. There were so many this offseason. Perfect example, Khalil Mack. There you go. Great example. Where I mean, what do you even go for? It's like a fifth and a sixth, I think. Right? And I get contract issues, I get all that, but I mean Holy it shit. was because it was because we wanted to get rid of his massive contract. Exactly, I, I get that, but I mean, Jesus, I mean, the guy two or three years ago was literally the best defensive player in the NFL. Next to Donald, next to Donald, and they, but and they fell off. He fell off, kind of. But I mean, it was because of injuries, right? I think he's going to flourish in uh, and oh, uh, oh, dude, LA. he's going to come back. He's going to be great there, and everybody's going to shit on us. But it's like, here's the question, man. Just back to that Cleo Mack thing. Now you got me thinking about it. You're left with the choice. Do you keep Cleo Mack for his last three years on his contract, who's been struggling with injuries here, not very, not really producing that much when he's on the field? Or do you no. resign Juan Smith the next season? You re- Yeah, I mean, you resign Smith, you're in rebuild mode, just like I'm in rebuild mode. No need to have an insane contract guy on your team right now. There's absolutely no need, unless he's super, super young and you want to lock him up for eight years. I mean. That's Roquan Smith right there. We're going to lock him up for a long time. There you go. He does that. Yeah. All I right. got you. But I just want to know, what teams, if you were to pick two teams, where do you think Robert Quinn goes? Oh, oh man. It's so, hard to, it's so hard to tell. Um, you said the Dolphins. I like Dolphins a lot. D-line help for the Dolphins would be huge. I mean, they focus – I feel like more on offense than they did defense in the offseason, especially with Hill and stuff. Um, but Dolphins would be really big competing in that with the, with the Bills in the AFC East and New England. Um, I feel like it's going to be an AFC team. I feel like that's all I can say. You okay. guys want them out of the NFC if you're going to deal with I them? do like Dallas, though. I think Dallas is not a bad idea, though. But Dallas hasn't done shit all offseason, so we'll see if I they actually, like, actually do something. And, and I think it's either going to be the Colts, Dolphins, or the Chiefs, though. Real talk. I think the Chiefs always do that. Bro, the, the Chiefs this offseason got two starting Texans defensive backs this, this offseason. Justin Reed and Lonnie Johnson. Yeah. SMH. Anyways. Yeah, I think one of those teams, really. It's just going to be a contender and be as eventually, you know, these players will hold out for a little bit. Then the front office will talk to them and be like, don't worry, you're going to get your trade, but you got to play a few games for us. And then they're going to pop off so that their trade value increases. So then it's like teams are throwing for him. And he'll be out of here by the trade deadline to a contender, whoever needs help on their defense. Just like how OBJ went to the Rams last season around the trade deadline. Same same thing. All right. Yep. Um, all right. My question, 
Oh, we already answered the Steph Curry question. We already talked about that. I'm just going to delete that. Um, hold on. All right. My question for you today is one you're going to be very passionate about. Will Mitchell Trugotsky? Yep. I said I it. Changed it. I changed it. I changed it. He had it say Trubusky at first. Oh, my. You're fucking right, bro. Yeah. Clip that. Clip that all day. Mitchell Trubusky. Of course, you would freaking change said that. Butsky. Bust ski. Will Mitchell Trubusky start the entire season for the Pittsburgh Steelers? You had like a second of shock there when he said Trubusky. You were like, "Yep, I said." Well, I thought I, I thought I wrote it down sarcastically, but I guess not. Oh, will Mitchell Trubusky start the whole season? I'm gonna give it to you straight, man. One hundred fucking percent, dude. One hundred fucking percent. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, dude, apparently Mitch, I've been reading up on stuff. Mitch is blowing him out of the fucking water in mini camps right now. And Kenny Pickett, he, he might, Mitch is going to be their guy for a year or two. But Kenny Pickett will play eventually and he'll be their starter in the future. But Mitch is their guy right now and they are going to use him and he'll fight. That's the one thing about Mitch. He will fight, dude. He's got a great work ethic good guy and Mike Tomlin knows what he's doing he'll get it done baby hands pick it on the bench all right what do you think um here's my deal I think I don't think the Steelers are gonna make the playoffs this year AFC's way too competitive I think Mitch keeps them competitive up until maybe week 14 okay maybe around there and then they're gonna say fuck it let's put in picket we got nothing to lose that's basically the whole season though so that's that's fine too here's my I mean, big- three weeks is three weeks i mean uh, for a rookie that's a lot of starting i mean it's a lot of time mm-hmm. here's my big here's the big issue though the steelers first five weeks of their schedule is fucking ridiculous it is extremely hard and that's the only really question is if they lose, if they start off the season literally two and three, one and four potentially, because they're literally like, I got to look at it now. There's their beginning of the season is crazy. Will they do what the Chicago Bears did with Mitch as well and just blame the L on him? Also, they got Larry Ongujabe, I think that's how you say his last name. But I don't know. We were supposed to, we had him signed. And he failed his physical, so we had to let him go. But now he's in Pittsburgh. Mm. So, schedule real quick. Let me just read this off to you, ready? That's preseason. Nobody cares. There we go. Week one in Cincinnati versus the Bengals. L. Week two at home against New England. Week three in Cleveland against the Browns. Week four at home against the Jets. It's cake. Week five in Buffalo against the Bills. That's honestly not that bad, dude. Week six at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Back to back during the first six weeks. Bills, Bucks, Bengals. Patriots, I count that as an L2 for the Steelers. Yeah, probably. 
Cleveland and the Jets, I think that one of those games will win, but the other one's up in the air. Cleveland is also a Thursday night game in Cleveland. That's going to be. And then week seven, after that, right? Let's just keep going a little bit. Week seven in Miami versus the Dolphins. Week eight in Philly versus the Eagles. Bye week. Then they play New Orleans. New Orleans is going to be good this year too. Yeah, they'll be mid, mid, mid. Yeah. And then they play Cincy. Then the Colts, the Falcons, there's a win. There's a win for them. Then the Ravens in Carolina. I, I give I give Pitt the win there. Yeah. And they play the Raiders. That's an L. God, the Raiders are going to be good, Ravens man. again, that's an L. God. Cleveland, we don't know what happens there. I think they split in Cleveland. That's how fucking crazy the Steelers' schedule is. So, if he doesn't start the whole year, I feel like it's going to be really just like a thing. They blame the fucking L on him. Yeah. Blame. He might not play that bad, but they're going to say, all right, something's not working here. And what do teams do when it's not working? They do one of two things. Fire their coach or they switch up the quarterback. And they're going to switch up the quarterback going with Mitch. Yeah. Fair enough. And then watch. Pickett's going to suck. Ball. I'm also – I'm drafting Derek Carr this year in fantasy. I'm doing that. That's going to be my goal. Derek Carr is going to be a demigod this year. If he's not, he's got issues. I mean, Jacobs, yeah. Waller, Renfro, Adams. If he doesn't ball out there. My God. My God. I'm just worried. The only thing I'm worried about with the Raiders is their fucking defense, man. Yeah, it's shaky. The Raiders are ridiculous, though. I see a lot of good things coming out of that team over there. All right. You uh, ready for Team Trump? Yeah, let me erase this real quick. Classic. What? I got to erase my teams, man. Uh, I am I oh, showing yeah, those? Am I showing the spinner? Um, I'll do it so that it should work with the Zoom better. I believe so. Also, oh, Drake album. What do you think? Mid. Not even good, actually. Just not know, good. Not even mid. Awful. Yeah. It's you, know not what, you know what song slaps, though? Yes, I the one with 21. Yes, obviously. That song goes crazy. I love Dude, it. I, Drake does that every new album now. He drops one absolute, absolutely fire song, and then the rest is just. Yeah, was the last, and it's with 21. Last album, Knife Talk. Also, Fair Trade with Travis. I mean, Certified Lover Boy was mid, too. Dude, yeah. I thought that was mid as well. All it right, was, you won. You won. You get to go. Donna. Okay. Say less. Here we go. Spinning the wheel right here. Starting off, you write down the teams I'm spinning. And we start off with. Ah, shit. Devontae Adams, wide receiver one. Best wide receiver football on my squad. Let's go, baby. Beautiful way to start. Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. Beautiful way to start off the day. Let's see who Swank gets next, though. (laughs) First pick for Swank, Minnesota. Minnesota. I like it. I'll take uh, I'll take Jefferson at wide receiver. Right now, I'll have him at two, but he's going to be up at one. Yeah, no, he's going to be your one. Unless you get – there's a few certain teams out here, but there we go. Jefferson and Adams low-key are, are close. Yeah. Hmm. Eagles. Who are you going to go with? Hmm, that's, that's a, an interesting choice. I don't want to go with Devontae Smith. AJ Brown's a better wide receiver, anyways. You gonna use both wide receiver spots already? I got the best wide receiver in football. 
I can get AJ Brown here. I don't want to take up my quarterback spot. Who else? I can go running back. I'm gonna go with AJ Brown, wide receiver too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's set in stone. If I were you, I would have gone with Dallas Goddard, but that's okay. No, nah, I'm setting up my team for success right here. <laughs> oh, he's good, bro. Motherfucker. Uh oh, stinky. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I have uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing to Justin Jefferson. That's <laughs> fucked. I don't know who my quarterback is yet. Hopefully somebody just got here. Come on. Oh, my God. Of course. Jimmy Rogers, bro. Are you kidding me? I literally just counteracted that so quickly. You got a little bit of an edge on me. With Mahomes, but not really, man. This is close right now. I have an edge at quarterback. Mahomes is best, so. Yeah, no, Mahomes is the best. Right now, guys, I got Rodgers and Devontae reunited back together. A.J. Brown, a wide receiver, too. And then Swank has Mahomes, Justin Jefferson. We're about to see. Damn, this should be tweaking off me, bro. I can't move it. There we go. Now we're about to see who he's about to get with his third pick of the draft. (laughs) Jets, bro. The Jets. There goes his kicker. Sam Ficken? Uh, dude, I don't think it's Ficken anymore. If it is Ficken, though, he's goaded. <laughs> yeah. I have to. I, there's no way I'm going with anybody on the Jets. Let me make sure. I don't know if it's still Sam Ficken or not. Uh Oh, no, dude. We talked about this like th- a few weeks ago. It's Greg Zerlin. That's not bad. That's not too bad. All right, bet. Okay, he's got his kicker position filled out. Let's see who we get next. I got all my wide receivers. Hold up. Oh, come on, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll take Chubb. I want to Kittle so bad. I want to Kittle you so bad. You want him at RB1 or RB2? RB2. God bless. All right. I mean, I can fucking flip them around, man. I want that Derrick Henry in me, man. I want that Derrick Henry. Dallas. Oh, fuck. This is going to be really competitive because we both got QBs. Yeah. I mean, C.D. Lamb is – he's a wide receiver one, obviously. I could put him on wide receiver two. Then both are gone. Um, I mean, their O-line is still really good. Oh, man, this is tough. I'm not picking Zeke. Fuck that. Uh, I'm going to go – Go with their defense, low-key. No. I'm going to go with Dallas O-line, bro. Oh, that's smart. That's a good pick. Yeah. They kind of fell off a little bit, but they're still really good. Still really good. Oh. Oh. Uh, Both of our receiver spots are full. Um, you ain't on the Cardinals, by the way, if you're listening. Not watching. Yeah. Cardinals, Cardinals. I got to look. All right. Well, the RB1 is James Conner. Yeah, no, no. Their tight end, I Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. And then they have their defense and their O-line. And their kicker, I believe, is – oh, my God, who was it? Oh, who's the Cardinals kicker? Dude, I always know the kickers. Why am I blanking? Is it Matt Prater? Oh, my God, I was right. It was Matt Prater. <laughs> I'm going to take Prater a kicker, honestly. <laughs> I All thought right. about the whole line, but. Dude, how, dude, I'm so good with kickers. You no way you just felt Matt Prater by Prater. 
Oh, yeah. dude, this kid cannot spell. <laughs> That's what it sounded like, Predator. And you get. Oh, you lucky motherfucker. Yes. You lucky yes. son of a bitch. Yes. yes. Fuck you. They barely <laughs> slipped down to Jacksonville. Um, I'll take Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson as my wide receivers. Thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> this is so rigged. Give me a banger team. It's right so now. rigged. Sit. Yes. The Bears. Fuck. Oh, bro, go with Demont as RB1, bro. <laughs> I can go with Monty at RB2. Tight end Cole Komet. Bears Oof. defense. Oof. Offensive line. Hell Oof. No. <laughs> I'm going to go. I got. I got to go with Monty at RB2. I'll it could be worse. Up. Yeah, no, that could be. Monty's pretty good. I mean, he's around top 10, so. Oh, I don't know about that. He's like top 15. He's around top 10, exactly, top 15. He's around top 10. So, that's not horrible. I'll take it. Yes! Dagger. Are you dagger. fucking dagger? Me? Oh, my gosh, dude. Derrick Henry. Oh, my gosh. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Dude. This is dog. This is insane. This is insane. That is awful. It's on dagger that- yet. I could flop, but <laughs> Oof, maybe it is. <laughs> Washington defense. <laughs> Chase Young. Chase Young will carry us a victory, man. Let's see, guys. All right, if I get a good player here, it's over. I got Rodgers, Chubb, David Montgomery, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Washington defense, Matt Prater, a kicker. Point Kaz, Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Jamar Chase, Justin <laughs> Jefferson, Dallas offensive line, Zerlin, a kicker. <laughs> he can put a dagger in right All now. right, bro. Give me, give me a good tight end and it's done. Huh. No fans gone. Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to go tight in there. Melvin Gordon with uh, – who's their other running back again? I'm not going to go running back, but – Oh, what's his name? Oh, oh, oh. It's the, it's the young kid. Devontae Williams? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with their defense. Oh, that's a really good pick. Yeah. There you go. Also, while I spin, look at this cup that I have. Sick, dude. You know who that is, right? Cuddy, oh, baby. Yeah. Legendary. That's a legendary quarterback right there. Smoking Jay. The Saints for your tight end or O line. Oh, I'm going Saints O line. Their O line has always been good. Yep. Protecting Breeze, man. Give me that Saints O line. Okay. Not bad. Okay. My last spin is tight end, but for you. What's your last spin right here? I got RB2 and tight end. Uh, <laughs> you can or you know what chris carson oh dude we forgot to talk about chris carson do you see that he might not play ever again yeah i saw that the neck injury that. shit's crazy uh do i go chris carson or no offense mm. oh, fuck. what teams are remaining with tight ends not too many i mean i see kelsey's gone i mean waller's still there kittle's there few other decent ones mm, i'm gonna go with fat and see if it pays off okay you that's good 
Guaranteed. Okay, let's see. Tight end. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, you can go with um, Dawson Knox or Taylor Croft. Tyler Croft. I'll go with Dawson Knox. And that's the dagger. Give me a decent running back, too, and it's over. It already is over. And now it's officially over. Oh. oh. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh, dude. I thought they were fought. I thought it was like these. It was landing on the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey. But dude, I just, I, just, I just got you with that tortilla. Yeah, your mouth's full of water, and I, yeah, I have the tortilla. I just slapped you in the face 30 times. Yeah. Here we go. Head coaches. There you go. Dolphins head coach. Isn't it fucking um what's his name now? It's the guy from the Niners. Yeah, that's right. I don't know his name. You gotta look it up. Yeah, I know. Mike McDaniel. Yeah, it's the guy who looks like Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> There you go, Mike McDaniel. I like Mike McDaniel. Yeah, me too. He's good. And Swank's coach. Oh, lovey! Lovey! Lovey coaching the God Squad. Let's go. Dude, my team, that's the best team maybe I've ever had. Yeah. I think that might be one of the best teams on the show, period. Mm -hmm. I got Rodgers at QB, then Nick Chubb, David Montgomery, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Dawson Knox, Washington defense, Saints O-line, Matt Prater, kicker, head coach Mike McDaniel, and Swank has Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Noah Fant, Broncos defense, Dallas offensive line, Zerlin at kicker, and Lovey Smith. At head coach. That is one of the best teams that we've ever had on here. You 100% take the dub this week, and he's dancing his way to victory right now. Don't even post that, dude. That's an obliteration. Dude, this, I'm posting it. It's, that is, your team, I mean, it's not even that bad. It's just my team. That's yeah. got to be one of the best teams. My team would at least contended or won on different days, but you just, God squad. That's God squad. insane. Well, boys, that's going to wrap it up for us right now. But things are starting to spice up soon, man. We're about to hit July. Training camp starts, preseason starts. And then before we know it, we'll be there week one starting off the NFL season. Cannot wait. If you're not following us on social media already, make sure to follow me at Connor.Burns3 on all platforms. For Stop the BS on Instagram at underscore Stop the Stop the dot BS, right? No. Stop the BS, bro. Underscore stop the BS. Wow, I fucked it up. I was thinking, I was overthinking it. Yep. And then on TikTok, at stop the dot BS. There you go. Make sure to go and follow. Also, Swank's been posting on Twitter lately. Follow his Twitter, Ryan Swantowski. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Follow the train with me. I'm posting a tweet every single day until Texas wins a natty or the Texans win a Super Bowl. Join the journey. I have not missed a day. We're on day 43, I believe. So go join the journey. Hey, you're going to be tweeting for over like thousand. <laughs> but imagine if I keep it up for like eight years and then it finally happens. Imagine how much love that tweet's going to get. <laughs> yeah, It'd be crazy. Be going for like 20 years. Imagine. Twitter no. might not even be around at that point. Dude, the Texans don't want a Super Bowl within 20 years. It's, it's going to be bad. Yeah. 
But that's going to wrap it up for us, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. We love you guys all. Thank you. And as always, bear down. Love you guys.